Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Scott McLeod here as usual, along with Paul Brown. Hello, Paul. Yo. Now, I uh, want to address uh, the, the lateness in last week's episode going up. I, I think it didn't go up to about late Saturday or maybe early Sunday. Yeah. You know, it was recorded on the Tuesday. The <laughs> uh, simple solution is we're obviously on Podomatic, but uh, we've had some issues with storage and other things that means we can't post episodes as we'd like. So uh, we're, but we are on Anchor, so you can download the app on your phone or go online, and uh, that allows us to be viewed on many other platforms, including Spotify. Yep. I don't want to look. Up, actually, I want to look up uh, the exact platforms where we, we're on. This is great radio. This. This is great radio. Yes, but you need to give people information. Uh, Have yeah. you found it? Yeah. We're told that we can now be viewed. Well, we're not on these yet. We are on uh, Pocket Casts, as well as Anchor, and we will soon be on Overcast, Google Music, Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So hopefully, uh, more of an we get much a larger audience and more people can see our own uh, particular brand of podcasting, <laughs> or, or should I say, more own particular brand of insanity. Cool, cool. You can see Paul's just really just. I I I am. I'm just excited about this new stuff. I am excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, like you said, all those uh, platforms I just mentioned, you can now go to as well to uh, download this episode. You can. It will be good. You should listen. <laughs> Hopefully. So now uh, I'm trying to get more of a, a format going on this show because I think <laughs> nothing says fun like rules and format. Because <laughs> rules help control the fun. Hmm. You're you're just like that happy-go-lucky chap from Goliath Books and Black Books. You you just love com- comparing me to that guy, don't you? I do because it pisses you off. It doesn't piss me off. It's just I just find it weird that yeah. you'd suddenly compare me to him. The only difference is that you don't wear glasses, or the fact that he's ginger. That's well, the main difference. You know, see, I didn't pick that out. You picked out that. Well, it's, a, it's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, millennials would jump all over you from that. They're like, you're being gingerist. I'm not being gingerist. I'm pointing out the main difference is he has ginger hair and I don't. If you clearly look at the two of us, I, that, I, that, that is, I have very dark hair. He doesn't. I know this, but you know, these people will find the tiniest little shred of crap to jump upon and vilify you for the rest of your life. I remember seeing a vine that said, so basically, if you don't like something, you're something is. Well, if I don't like racing, well, then you're racist. Ah. <laughs> If you don't like if you don't like something or something, it's like as well happens if I don't like racing. Or race that is just silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's pointing out that I think it's trying to point out that it is silly. Yeah. Uh-huh. See see with that. Good God. Uh I started talking about formats there and I've immediately already gone off track. You have not. You're you've you've given the people some very valuable information. We're having a little what value thing that I don't have ginger hair and I saw a stupid vine once? No, no. But you, like, you told the people how to listen to our great show. Yeah. And the people that listen to this show will be thankful of that. Hmm. And if if they like the show, they will probably tell their friends, "Hey, listen to the show. It's yeah. good." And you know, there's probably people on these new form on these new platforms listening to this for the first time, thinking, "What on earth is this?" Yeah, there is going to be a lot of people who thinks, "What the fuck is this train wreck?" But you know, we don't see it as that. We see it as very good, very informative. Yeah. We're o- we're own zany brand of informative, humorous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he really, really paints a picture with his words, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, I was trying to find a way to say it without vulgarity for once. Yeah. Just for once, you know, a little change. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, the first weekly segment, I'm hoping that uh, we've already... Uh, it's the kind of thing we already do, but I'm trying to format it more. It's uh, what happened during the week. 
So it's, it's our usual thing of talking about what we got up to, anything interesting we got up to during the week. Anything well, interesting? Hmm. I already gave you one thing I got to during the week, which was uh, uploading all our previous episodes to to the Anchor app. But, uh, yeah, why don't you tell the people what trouble you had with that? Yeah, I had to... Uh, there are two options, start a podcast or you already have one. Because my hours was on Podomatic, it wasn't on the platforms that Anchor posted episodes to, they couldn't find the link to it. So I had to put create new podcast and upload all the episodes that we'd already done as well as last week's one. And we've done like 20 episodes so far, I believe this is episode 21. And 21? Yes. Mm. Yes, we're now, this podcast is able to is able to drink in the, in the US now. Wow. Well, I'm trying to put it into context. Well, this I podcast know. is as old as me. In episodes and years. What, you're 21? Yeah. Prick. I thought you knew that. You should... I, I as, al- as, a, as a friend, you, there's really something you should know. I always try to mentally forget that I am fucking 12 years older than you. I think that's what gives us such a good dynamic, actually. Yeah, but I, I don't act like a 33-year-old. Yes, I've noticed. I barely act like a 20-year-old. Anyway. You know, I do try. I had to upload all the episodes... One after the other, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but it did. And you're trying to upload them all in the one. And you know, I think there's some people who didn't, who don't realise that we've been around for a while. So suddenly you're going to see twenty episodes randomly uploaded at once, and think, "What the hell is going on here?" Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was something I did during the week, Paul. Well, that's good. Uh, well, what did I do? I went. I went for a lovely uh, dinner at my mother's house during the week that was a little change up for me and my kid very nice soup you know with with crusty bread it was lovely and I I apologise if I'm segueing a little quickly into a topic we're going to go into but I watched the new still game oh yeah and found it hilarious you know I'm not going I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of the episodes in case mm-hmm. some people may not have watched it yet yeah but, but, but in advance there will be spoilers later on yeah but I must say for anyone who hasn't watched it or is a bit apprehensive about watching it mm-hmm. the first episode of the new season is funnier than the entire last season put together as you mentioned last week yeah I, wa- I watched it and you know that way sometimes you watch something and you have a real gut laugh like your mm-hmm. heart laughing I had that, you know, especially at the ending of it, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was funny as hell. No, I'm so I'm so happy that we finally kind of, we seem to have got the flow going, you know. Yeah. Let's, and hopefully, because the first two episodes have been gold, so let's hope the next, I would assume, four will be. Yeah, it's usually six. Like, we want to take our... That was season two. We did more. I did, and they also did seven in season six. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I was unaware of that. <laughs> but I know they did nine. Wasn't it nine in, in season two. Yeah. And only six of them were really good. <laughs> Sorry to say. Really, what ones did you not like? I didn't like what ones was it? I didn't like. I didn't like Shuggies. No, the one with the tram. The oh. guy on, I didn't like that episode. That was a bit. I'm kind of indifferent to that. Yeah. You know, I didn't like that one. Um, I'm not as big on the garden episodes. Aye, that one's that a bit has, cool. its mo- has its moments, and I like the one on there, Jack and Victor sitting in the park, and somebody kicks a ball into Jack's face. Because uh, it just comes out of nowhere, because it, <laughs> it comes from out of frame and right into his face. I think the funniest bit in that episode is when Winston is reading those two idiots a riot act, yeah. and then the bus goes away. Yeah, the bus leaves. <laughs> Only kidding, <laughs> you know. And uh, so that's or the, cla- the classic timeline. Stick a finger up at our subtle camera, then. It was really out of context. Is really just bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, so that's two. What was the third one? I didn't much like. Didn't like the tram one. Didn't much like the garden one overall. Uh-huh. And I wasn't he overly keen on Scran. You know, the episode when oh, we started. Oh, I certainly like that one. I, I wasn't so keen on that one. I'm slightly less keen on uh, the last episode, the last episode of season two, the one where the one with the Doug, the wee, uh, Doug that, that Victor wins because he runs some random competition, 
And also Harry comes back. Ah, I like episode crap. I'll I'll rephrase it because I I'd much rather watch Scran. Yeah. Than watch the dog episode. But that also does have funny bits in it. Yeah. Like <laughs> Jack with the wee dog. Matthew, bite his boss. Or it only claps and doesn't realise that the dog will flip when he does it, so he does it and the dog flips and jumps <laughs> in the canal. <laughs> Aye. Well, aye, there's a. Over the course of the series, there has been a few meh episodes, yeah. you know? Like yeah. season. Season 4, I think it was, when Victor's son no, came into it. No, that was season 3. Was that season 3? Yeah, season 3. Because uh, at the end of that episode, also, that's when Winston has to get his leg. Aye. Mm. Did you not think it was kind of weird, like, at the end of that episode, to say. Oh, I'm going to bring Wayne's or blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and we never see his boy again. Maybe, maybe they didn't think they needed to. True enough, but see, funnily enough, see that actor that played his boy. You know the only other thing I've seen him in, mm. an episode of that piss poor program with Karen Dunbar show. Mm. If you ever did see that, it was ages ago. I wouldn't uh, remember it. It was awful. And yet, a couple of seasons, a couple of series later, in like series five, he's right back to being an arsehole again. Mind the birthday episode, he's on the phone to him because his son clearly forgot his birthday and sent him something like last minute. Oh, well, he sends him a scarf and a bottle of malt, but the, bo- the bottle of malt is broken on the way there, so. Yeah. He's got a bo- broken bottle of malt and a whiskey flavoured scarf. <laughs> I did like that episode. Yeah, that's good. It's my birthday today. Oh, well, we've clubbed a girl and got you a telly. <laughs> See, that's what that's Bray Head where they're getting off the, when they get the what you can see in the background when the Neds are looking down, you can see Bray Head jumping right. down in the background. You know what? Yeah. I was watching all the episodes of Chewing the Fat with my son the other day uh-huh. and sh- pointing out to him like the shopping centre yeah. in Clyde Bank, how it looked. Yeah, I, re- we... I remember that as well. I remember the first time I looked, I came and seen McDonald's and the outside wasn't wasn't red anymore, it was like what it looks like now. Aye. And I was like, no, what is it? What is this? What has happened? Yes, I don't like change. Is it, see, this is why we get on so well together. We don't like change. change. No. It doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. We are a dynamic duo of radio. Yeah, just the Strava Centre in general is changes too much. Like, mm. I was annoyed when they got rid of HMV. Oh, definitely. I used to like it on there. I was. I really just go up there and stare at the wrestling DVDs for a while. Yeah, even, I, even though it was mostly the same ones each time. I'm pretty sure I can recall the last thing I ever bought in that HMV. Mm-hmm. It was either a DVD copy of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. which one enough I got ID'd buying, <laughs> you know, and then had to show. I like, bet you felt good about that. Well, I just felt mildly confused. I was like, ID for. A DVD? Well, okay. not an 18. It, like it was, but it's I was a about... I was about 19 or 20 at the time, you know what I mean? Something like that. But I went in, and I bought the thing. And the guy was like... And he felt bad, he was like, you got ID, man? Mm. And I was like, well, aye. And I had a citizen card. <laughs> and I went, there you go. And he's like, I'm really, really sorry, man. My mate's tiny, he gets ID'd for fags all the time. I'm <laughs> and I was like, man, it's cool, chill. But it was either that, or a copy of a Perfect Circle album, which I can't quite remember the name of at the minute, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the last two things I recall buying out of there. See, I, I used to always go in and just look at two things, horror movies or metal CDs. That mm-hmm. was pretty much it. All right. But uh, pretty much, like I said, I mentioned uploading the podcast and watching Still Game, which we'll get into, is really my main highlights of the week. Uh, although I did give a, my, our, a complete version of our film onto a hard drive and give it to Kate or Electra. So uh, I'm just waiting to hear back about that. She's gonna love it. Well, she has seen it. She. Uh, What'd she say about it? Well, she likes. She likes the script. She, she really. Although there are a few audio issues in certain places. Okay, I'll I'll rephrase for the answer I want to get. What does she think of me in it? I can't quite remember what she said about you. She was negative, wasn't she? No, I just I'm, I just can't remember. Well, that's a lot of help, Scott. I'll bet she said I was great. Well, yeah. <laughs> I 
kind of feel that because you've wondered certain issues we all do and stuff because like you can still hear it but like the bit where we're outside on the bus shelter you can still hear it's quite like windy in the background which really shouldn't be happening as much with the uh, with the radio meters that we were using yeah which is something i would have been more focused on if i wasn't ha- also having to remember my stuff as an actor as well as a director yeah but that's i think you went and covered both tasks very well myself a little, a little, a little stressful because of the weather and whatnot. But yeah. you did a good job, I thought. That's why when I do my next film for my graded unit, I'm staying away from being in fr- from the acting altogether, and I'm just focusing on. Yeah. You c- you don't want to do both tasks. No. Like one is bad enough, but two is too much. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you're not got anything else about your week. Want to say, want to quietly segue into our next segment, which is, oh, I'm trying. I'm it trying was our, it was our rant. Yes, our ranting segment. I don't. I really want to give it a better name. Well, I was just going to say the news in general, because that is generally where our rants come from. The news. You yeah, read it. You read think of a better, better name next time, for a, a better, <laughs> more catchy name. The fucked up worldly news in general. There you go. Mm. <laughs> what about? Much like the Metro. And another thing. <laughs> With that, there you well, I'll do for now. There you and go. And another thing. For, and another thing. There you go. But no, I was... I, as you were getting all your technical issues out of the way at the start, I was looking through some of these newspaper stories. Uh-huh. And some of them caught me. Like, for... Well, I wouldn't say caught me, but some of the things they think is newsworthy... Like certain celebrities breaking up with their girlfriends and going to the tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really newsworthy shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And apparently, <laughs> the red TD'd one for six in the city is going to run for New York governor. Yeah. Well, it's a bit celebrities that suddenly want to run for her. Just because Trump got in. Well, they'll probably think of that crazy winning bastard can get the presidency. Just because he can, he can somehow get it doesn't mean I mean it's a good idea. That that doesn't mean other people should. <coughs> no, probably not. Ah, cool. Cream bassist Jack Pruce has been honoured with a memorial sculpture at his former music school. Rocking, cool. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you have a rant, Scott? I'm 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 basically rantless for the week. You know, apart I. I can't constantly rant about the current state of people and their whiny issues, you know. Yeah. Well, like I say, I compared you to that guy. Don't you think it's funny, though, that certain groups of people in the modern sort of sense yeah. would spend most of their time bitching at you about that? Yeah. Yeah? You have nothing more? Well, nothing more to add on that subject, but... Not, well, uh, the, fact, the fact that I called you the guy from Goliath Books... Yes, I nothing to add. I'm not. I'm not calling you him now. Yes, you just just when I get stressed on films. Well, so no. Which like, oh, then I can see. You're like him, or you're kind of like Niles from Frasier. See, that's a comparison I can get then. Yeah, you're like Niles. Not later. Not later on when his hair was starting to thin. Yeah, and when he decided to marry Daphne and become a lesser version of himself. Oh, so you see a thing. Uh, Craig was telling me about it was a thing kind of a hit, unspoil me it was called it was kind of a weird hypnosis thing you can go in and you think kind of think of a TV show and essentially this thing will help you like completely forget everything about that TV show which means you can like start it from the beginning again and not know what's going to happen that'd be pretty cool but when you think about it most TV shows always have that point where they start to get a bit shit so, so then you're going to always have that heart, some more so than others. So you're always going to have that moment of re-realising how just how bad something gets later on, something you, you love, like you've been a couple of seasons loving it again, and then suddenly you realise, oh yeah, I got shit, didn't it? So, like, if I did it with Dexter, I'd love the first four or five seasons, but after that I would be very disappointed again. Yeah, I did, I did hear that didn't do very much after the fourth season. And the fifth season was fine for what it was. I did. I didn't actually watch the fifth, the fifth season. You know, I wa- I watched. I think I watched the first episode of the fifth season, 
That's when he's. That's the first episode is when we discover that his wife's dead, right? Yeah, it picks pick up immediately after. Yeah, yeah. I watched that first episode and then I was like, eh, you know. Because the, the full season finale was so good with yeah. that guy. Oh, fuck, I can never remember the actor's name. John Lithgow. John Lithgow, that's it, thank you. You know. Yeah, Third Rock and. Uh, and Trip. Frasier. Was he in Frasier? He was one of the callers. No, Madman Martinez. No, he got a phone down and tried to sell cars oh, on aye. the show. That was John Lithgow. Oh, I mean that. Yeah. That one. Say, I deal in volume. Thankfully, so do I. <laughs> now time for Lee's paid commercial messages. <laughs> yeah, and uh, season five actually features uh, Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah. From Trainspotting is the main, like, baddie. Cool. What's the other thing he's in? He was quite famous for an other show. Uh, elementary. Elementary, what's that? It's usually like Sherlock in modern day, but he's living in New York. Yeah, isn't it? I, I, I gave up after the first episode. I just wasn't interested. Isn't that him and Lucy Liu? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I did, I did have a rant, because we mentioned uh, that FUD... Mojo Rawley last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Mm. Oh, you were you were all seasoned and ready to go on him. Wait, wait, I'm just going to explain why I don't like Mojo Rawley. Because he's a dick. Because <laughs> I, I was a very much a very avid NXT guy from the beginning. As soon as it became the uh, what it is now, in, back in 2012, I've been watching it since then. I mean, there was a brief point in, for Cummins in 2015 where I wasn't watching it. Yeah. So I tuned back in run around uh, TakeOver Brooklyn and I seemed to pick up on it quite quickly. Yeah. But, uh, like, Mojo Rawley was one of those guys who I just could not get into no matter what. Like, he just he came up, he came up with this hype gimmick, he's always jumping about, always, always wants to have a good time, and the commentators were all like, oh, wasn't he just a character? I'm like, no, he's a fud. <laughs> think, oh, wouldn't you want to go out and party with Mojo Rawley? No. He's he would a be, fud. He would be annoying. He'd be that guy whenever, at three in the morning when everybody's being sick and everybody's feeling shit about themselves he's the guy still wanting to go he's the guy that gets his shit kicked down because he won't shut the fuck up yep and we, you know fine well there's always one of them in the friend group yeah the guy just doesn't know when to stop yep and then he got he got uh, he started a thing he was in some tag tournament and he went up against a team with a seal called Bill Dempsey and Bill essentially turned on him yeah. So then there's this story of, oh, Mojo's got to get serious now. And then he got easily beaten <laughs> multiple times by Bill which I enjoyed watching. Yeah, you just like to see him getting his ass kicked. I thought, oh, maybe if he starts to get serious, maybe it'll still go somewhere. Yeah, but it didn't. But no, he just went right soon, he was just right back to what he was. Yeah. And then, of course, we had that shitey tag team. Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. But it's just, it's one of the things where, like, it's bad enough that he's shite, but there are certain fans and even the commentators, like, they just why why are you trying to say oh isn't he just so fun like no he's not <laughs> and then he had to drag down poor Zack Ryder with him Zack had already fallen enough he didn't have to go any further but no offence but, but apparently he could go further he no offence to, to Zack Ryder but he didn't have to do a lot to get dragged down he'd already been dragged down enough he didn't have to but Mojo brought him even further with it, even though we didn't think that was possible yeah and then and then what happened? What? Zach won the Intercontinental title, he lost it the next thing, and then a few months later at Battleground, he w- he had a shot at the US title, and he looked, I knew he wasn't going to win, but I had a brief moment of hope, and then you know what happened after the match? What happened? Mojo came out to help help Zach Ryder from Rusev, and then I, I look back and I realise that, was this whole, was this whole US title thing just their excuse to debut that fucker? Just it was all building up to just that moment at the end where they would debut Mojo to help Zack and they would go on and be a team again on SmackDown. Yeah. I realised really? You you made me think that Zack Ryder might have a chance again all for that. <laughs> I really want to say a word that I can't say for the sake of our female viewers. Cunt. You just said it, so Yeah, well I'll probably cut it out. Oh, don't cut it out. See la la you're be you're being a little too worried about words. It's just a word. Yeah, no, but I just I can't find a better word to describe him. He's a cunt. And then he and 
Zach stuck with stuck once again on SmackDown into being a shitty tag team, which never goes anywhere. Then it looks like they're going to have a tag title shot. Zach gets injured and he starts this whole comeback thing. Yeah. Whereas Mojo is giving them the Andre the Giant Battle Royal win for no reason. Yeah. What the and fuck? And yet he eliminates he eliminates Jinder Mahal, who would win the title monthly. Like, just give Jinder the t- the Battle Royal win. Yeah. And they, and they had these fud football pal as well getting involved. Yeah. And uh Oh I did I did love the, the woman the security woman who obviously wasn't queued in and the fact that he was gonna jump the barricade. Yeah. So she legitimately tried to stop him getting in the ring and then some other security immediately had to run over and tell her like No like, no, like this is the party. Yeah. Yeah. But when you look at it, it kind of just looks like she's the only one doing her job and the other guys are really crap at doing their job <laughs> at keeping a guy f- who's in the audience from being in the ring. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I, I think it was Booker T who said this and I immediately despised Booker T from this point on. Well, like you didn't before, the guys are shit. Yeah, I was never much of a Booker T guy, but this served me on Booker T for life. What was that? He, actually, he went and cut back to the pre-show panel after Mojo won. And then, and uh, Booker said, "Oh, he's get, he's get, it's good that he dropped that dead weight, Zack Ryder." Oh, I thought, "Oh no!" Was you, words, did that get your back up? In the words of Chris Jericho, Booker T, you just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that which went nowhere. Oh, but at the time, you should have seen the rant I went in at the time because that nearly ruined WrestleMania for me. Were you kind of like? Season like, and like, spitting at the like, TV. Like, like, you, had, you had guys like Luke Harper, Sami Zayn, <clears throat> and Braun Strowman in that battle royal. Like, Mojo fucking Raleigh. Like, this is only a second back match on the pre show for WrestleMania, and that nearly ruined everything for me. Luckily, better stuff happened later. Like, uh, better, I seen some better matches that got me, that cheered me up a bit. Yeah. But uh, at the time, I was raging because I knew that he's from NXT which means he's one of Triple H's guys and I thought oh shit they're going to try and push him as a singles guy it's going to be horrible what Mojo aye because yeah. he's trying Triple H's like a lot of people with Triple H, a lot of people at Triple H's like personally went to about for like NXT and uh, took and kind of helped yeah kind of people you understand people like Asuka people like Finn and Kevin Owens people you always get and then there's this and there's just that guy just that one black mark like that one bit where you're questioning Triple H's better judgement like really well, come on, you're like Triple H, and his, you know, managerial and business type skills is great. Yeah. He's allowed the occasional yeah, no, blip. It's because he's he's skilled or that good that you question a, a decision like this. Yeah, well, maybe maybe he's seen something in Mojo, right? And as you as you say, it just didn't pan out. You know, it's like Vince seeing like his entire wrestling future in Roman Reigns. The guy's a great wrestler, but not everyone loves him. Yeah, that's the difference between him and Mojo Rawley. Yeah, Mojo's not amazing. a great wrestler. Yeah, but uh, then Zack Ryder came back. He was dragged, and they continued that nothing tag team. The hype bros. Yeah, and then Mojo turns on Zack. He actually actually did have did something good for once. Not not turning on Zack, but. Yeah. He did a he cut a couple of really good intense promos on Twitter. Yeah, that made him look like a really serious, like vicious heel. Like, like finally, and you were thinking finally he's yeah. going to drop the stupid shit. And then yeah, he comes out the same attire. He does this weird like pounding the mat, uh, the on his in his entrance and just running about like he usually d- does. Yeah, essentially squashes Zach at Clash of Champions kickoff, like. Like I really thought Zach, sh- I knew Rojo was probably gonna win when they'd started having a few because I'm pretty sure he's the guy they're most invested in. Yeah. But I'm thinking like, why can't Zach turn heel? Why can't he have a brief moment of watching Mojo get his arse kicked instead? <laughs> now you're thinking, why can't Mojo get the uh, Muhammad Hassan treatment from the Undertaker? Smashed through a rampway and never seen again. Oh, I remember uh, the last Super Bowl. The guy, that guy Gronk, uh, Mojo's shitty football pal. <laughs> He was on the losing side of the last Super Bowl team. Yeah. And uh, Jinder Mahal, I think, sent a tweet out saying, that's what happens when you try to hinder Jinder. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's uh. a good one. That's one of the things I liked about Jinder Mahal. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame we put the title on him, because he really, I mean, he was, 
it was so up for it. He was enthusiastic. Yeah, but you could tell he really wanted to do well, but he just didn't have the skill. Because a lot of the time, whenever I watched his matches, it reminded me a lot of the Ultimate Warrior, uh-huh. but with less speed. <laughs> You know, because you know the no, warrior. No, I'm pretty sure he was taking something else, but we won't get into that. Yeah, allegedly. But you know the warrior. The, the main thing the warrior had was brute power and speed, right? Yeah. But Mahal was really lumbering. Yeah. And a lot of the time when he did his finish, that finisher of his, like Callus. Callus. Yeah. Callus. It just. And sorry, to any gender Mahal fans, but it just looked shite. Although, to be fair, the only good matches, the only good matches he had were when he lost the title to AJ. Because AJ somehow managed to make, even made gender, he was one of the only guys who actually was able to sell gender finisher in a way that made it look good. Oh, come on. AJ could make a fucking brick look good. Yeah. But then, uh, I remember gender tried to hit that move on one of the Singh brothers. And one of the Singh brothers nearly did a full, like, 50, 180 flip, nearly landed on his head. Yeah, God. Because I think it just goes to show if you're going to hit that move, always make sure it's a smaller opponent because the smaller it make, make the more impactful it makes the move look. Yeah. So yeah, that's my my issues with Mojo Roller. He just he's a guy who's somehow made to look. He just made to look like this fun guy that you want to hang out with, and he's just always been an insufferable prick. In my eyes, put it in a simple and, way, and, and he and he just lords that rider further than he already was. So he's a complete asshole. Yeah. And Zack Ryder suffered due to him. Aye, he suffered even more so than than he already was, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah, I thought that was really poor when they went and put the IC title on him just to yeah take it away. What was a good moment though? You seen on Twitter where he about years ago met Razor Ramon as a kid and got to hold the IC title in yeah. a photo, and then now I'm going and he knew Scott Hall was back, so he goes, I'm going to go find Scott Hall and he's going to take a picture holding my IC title. <laughs> Did he get it? And he got the photo. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that's at least Zack Ryder can take that out of it. Yeah. He won a title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's like Zack Ryder's yeah. moment, yeah. you know. He might, he might, be, he might have been shoved down the roster like a, to the point of ridiculousness. Yeah. But he had that one thing that most WWE wrestlers look for, mm-hmm. that WrestleMania moment. Yeah. And I talk on the subject of wrestling at the minute. Do you obviously check the news a little more often than I do? Uh What is the strength in the rumour that Daniel Bryan may be lacing his boots up again anytime soon? I think there was the rumour that he uh, was going to offer a place in in some sort of tag match at WrestleMania, but he didn't like the fact that... He wasn't going to get to wrestle much. He wasn't get. He was going to get to do kind of minimal work in the actual match itself. So he said no. Yeah, because he he really wants to wrestle proper, doesn't he? Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think when his contract finishes up, he will leave? I think it just depends on uh, how badly WWE wants to keep him around. Yeah, I think it will come to it, and Daniel Bryan will probably give him ultimatum. Yeah, probably. Either let me wrestle, uh-huh. or I'm gone. I don't think they'd really want to let Daniel go, and I don't think he really wants to leave. I think the only reason he's he would leave is because of his want to re- his need to wrestle. Yeah. Because I mean, from everything I've read, near enough every goddamn doctor he's seen, yeah, has told him he can wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I w- I wouldn't bring him back for WrestleMania though. Yeah, I think it's a bit soon. I would bring him back at the Rumble. Myself, like, can you imagine the insanity of the crowd if his music comes on? Maybe you know, our classic third entrance surprise, yeah. Number three countdown, his music kicks in, the fucking place would go insane, you know. Because let's face it, no one has got a bigger crowd reaction mm-hmm. than him since Stone Cold. Probably that's probably a fair comparison, to me. you know. Because you remember back in the day when the glass shattered used to come yeah. on, the crowd would go fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It's much the same like when you when you heard Daniel Bryan's music come on, we'd go nuts, yeah. you know. So to bring him back at a Royal Rumble, 
and maybe if you're not going to have him win it, at least have him in the final four. Mm-hmm. Make him look strong, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I definitely think, though, if we did decide to bring him back at a rumble, we're kind of damned if we do and damned if we don't. Mm-hmm. You know, because if we bring him back and he doesn't win it, the fans will hate it. <laughs> but if we bring it, if we bring him back, and he does win it, uh-huh. the powers that be will hate it. Yeah, because they want to push Roman and Braun and continue for some reason to push Brock, even though he's never there. But also, about the fact, talk about the fact, and that so you won't like won't clear Brian in sort of a negative way, but thinking like. I know on, on screen it was made, it was made to look like they didn't care for him and they didn't really want him in that main event, but it's not as if they hate him because no, by, all, no. by all accounts, Brian was the one most of the time in promo segments, according to him, with, with the authority. He was always the guy suggesting thing, mean things for them to say about him. Yeah, yeah. Because he understood the story in that. Yeah. And, and you can tell, I've seen from like behind the scenes things, especially that three twenty four they did for the Raw episode where he retired. They, yeah. They, he is very much well liked by a lot of people in WWE, so I think it's mostly a uh, for the, for his sake they don't want to risk being on injury, the, right? Uh, being right. on, they're also worried about bringing him back, and if he gets badly hurt again. Yeah, uh, but he's he's so passionate. Yeah, you can tell yeah. that he's so passionate. Yeah, so as I say, my main thing I had to find a bit is I carried over my thing for last week when we mentioned Mojo Rawley. Yeah, and you were you were so eloquent, man. So eloquent. You got you. We basically got the the standard info. He's a cunt. Yeah. And nobody should like him. Yeah. Well, no, even him. <laughs> Hate yourself, Mojo. You cunt. Yeah. There you go. Now I've said it multiple times. You shouldn't feel so bad about it. I was gonna say so. Now that's hopefully gonna be a regular thing now where we can rant about things. Yeah. Not just things we've seen, but just things we dislike in general. Okay. So mine's is Millennials and Bret Hart. <laughs> Yours is Mojo Raleigh. And among other things. Mojo Raleigh and the constant dumbing down and hatred of Zack Ryder by the officials. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, what else do you hate, Scott? I hate many things. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I hate being on a bus with a crying child because there's oh, no because because there's no way else nowhere for you to go. Yeah. Even if it's a double decker, you're still you can still partly hear it. Yeah. There's no way to drown out the sound of it. I I, I mean I'm not telling people about. I'm not saying people you shouldn't have your kids on the bus. I'm not telling you how to raise your kids. It's just just set them on mute. Everybody knows the sound of a child crying is not the best. It's it's very grating sound. I'll tell you what bothered me during the week. I was in McDonald's, right? Uh-huh. And we were waiting for a seat. And I hate it when people let their kids stand up on the seats. Mm-hmm. You know, like getting their jackets on or some such. Yeah. Like, s- seats are not for feet. You know? <laughs> seats are not for feet. You should go. You should walk in McDonald's one day with a sign, just hang it up randomly. Just, just seats are not for feet. Stand there and protest. Seats are not for feet. Just randomly walking up to people with their children. Seats are not for feet. Yeah. Sir, can you please stop bothering this people? Seats are not for feet. Just security, just dragging you out the shop. Seats are not for feet. Just banging on the windows, you're going back. Yeah. Seats are not for feet. But I mean, if you're going to put your kids' coat on, bring them out of the little space, stand them next to your table. Mm-hmm. Put with coats on. There's no need for your kids to be standing on the fucking chairs, you know. Mm-hmm. That was that was my own issue. I mean, I wasn't standing there watching the woman going, "Yeah, bitch, we are Sit, waiting." Just sitting, there, just sitting there watching them fuming. Oh, uh, no, I was like, well, "You really shouldn't be." Come on. Mm-hmm. And and the head going, "Feet are not for seats, man. Seats are not for feet, and feet are not for seats." Yeah, I liked it the first way. Seats are not for feats. You messed it up there, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Damn I, me. I, I, I liked the quick recovery, though. Thank you. Try to pretend like we didn't hear it, but we did. Thank you. I'm I'm so happy that you felt the need to point that out. I mean, people are people are going to find it out anyway. No one will know. 
But if we've nothing more to rant about, I'm going to quick, quickly play something to take us into our next segment. What are you going to play? And a tribute to somebody who uh, we lost on this week's episode. I'm going to play a quick clip of uh, one of my favourite moments of theirs from the series. And uh, if you've not seen it, then spoilers are going to come as soon as that clip is done. Yep. So uh, you have until the, en- the end of that clip to... Uh, to stop, to pause this. What? Go, go watch the episode and then come back. Yeah. Before you listen to the show, so you're not disappointed by the spoilers. Yeah. Scott, well done. Thank you. So yeah. Go watch the two, first two episodes of Still Game. And come back. Yeah. Come back. Listen, it's great. So. Did I help? Can. Yeah. So, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back to talk about Still Game after this brief clip. What? There you go, guys. Yeah, thanks for that, Bobby. Lovely. See, when I take my cock out, when I'm having a piss, I dare my piss, then I'm finished. But I'm careful. I give my cock a right good shake, 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 to be sure. Then I get a wee squeeze to get the last of it. Last wee shake for safety, till I do a good and finished. Put the old cock back in the trousers, zip up, then boof! A good mug for your pish for you. All on the trousers, like the map of China. Well, Dange, it's a bastard. Spoilers in three, two, one. Eric's deed! You've not watched it too bad. You were warned. You had till the end of that you clip. Were, you were bloody warned. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they promised somebody would be killed off in the season, but I didn't think it would happen so early on. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm I'm sad that it was Eric, mm-hmm. but in a way, I'm also glad it was Eric, because when I heard they were going to kill someone off, I was like, oh shit, is it going to be like, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Originally, I had my theories who it might have been. Yeah, like who? And it was four: Eric, Shug, Naveed, or Isa. I'd like Shug or Eric because I think they're two characters that you can kill off, and it'll be sad, but it won't. I don't think it will overall affect the show because you still got your core characters. Ah, definitely. Like Jack and Victor, you knew it was not going to be one of them. No, they're Otherwise, it, well, unless unless it was like the last ever episode, and you were gonna. But even then, that would be a shitty way to go out. Last ever episode, we go out, guns blazing. <laughs> Rob the post office. <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, bookies. Aye, that'd be good. Uh, Winston goes nuts and fucking shoots Stevie or something. Aye. You think, uh, the la- uh, I think I could tell at the start of the episode, like, Eric's going to die. Because uh, when they're talking about uh, meeting famous people, and you could just see Eric being more quiet in the corner. And then uh, they eventually tells that story that they end up being like fabricated. But you can think, I think you could then tell, like, oh god, it's going to be Eric, isn't it? No. Uh, they're all talking about uh, famous people they met, and Jack and Vader talk about uh, being Charlton Heston. He was doing a cooking demonstration. <laughs> Do you not mean Heston Bloomington? <laughs> or uh, when uh, once they met One Direction, like, listen to me, you talentless wee fannies. It's only One Direction you're going out that windy. <laughs> Uh, uh. So yeah, uh, everybody believes that Eric died because of the spooky Undertaker. Yeah, and I don't mean Mark Calloway. I mean, <laughs> as in a new funeral director that's moved in. They think that if you touch, because he touched Eric moments right. before he just keeled over and died, that he's the Grim Reaper. He's got the touch of death. I just I think the funniest thing ever was eyes are running away from him. Yeah, you know, like oh Bobby son help. <laughs> Oh, he's like he's no a grim reaper. Look, rubbing his horns, rubbing the guy's horns over his face, and then he kills her anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm seen to my what was it? I'm seen to the cat, but Jack's in, and he doesn't have any pesticide. Yeah, Yad, lousy, putting under the bus, lousy, backstabbing bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of the episode in season four where they're talking about the Green Reaper coming. If he came for Jack, he'd knock on Victor's door and say goodbye. And goes, "Well, wouldn't he know it? Because he'd be like, come here, there's two of them." <laughs> then Jack goes, uh, "I'm gonna take the nameplate off my door and put it on yours. So when he does come, he'll take you first. Yeah. 
That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. I just like the way he's like that. Ah, I wouldn't say nothing. I'd just get your milk and cancel my own order. <laughs> Did man's milk? Hefty gear. And I've continued to do so until the local authorities corrected their error. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but yeah, it's quite sad uh, that Eric went, but like that clip I played of him talking about pissing, potentially pissing himself. <laughs> you think about it, the guy who played him must have been really up for anything because they did do a lot of him in that show. When you think about it, they have that. He got he was sick all over Victor's car. Uh, he fell on his arse in season one, and he, uh, uh, in the last season, he had that really warm bonnet that nearly let his seat on fire. <laughs> and he goes, "That cost me an arm and a leg." And uh, Winston and Winston, his brother there, who one who's got a prosthetic arm, one's got a prosthetic leg. Aye, uh, that cost me an arm and a leg. Whoa, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, uh-huh. mind. Shuck uh, goes to tell Winston that that story. He found out that story that when that Eric told wasn't it true. Uh, it was a bit of bad news. Aye, Eric's dead. I'm just I must say I'm just like in general I'm just happy that still game is funny. Yeah. Again, you know, because the last season was just kind of poor. Mm-hmm. You had about maybe two episodes of the last season that were. No bad. I would I would say that like the the Hooch episode that was uh, probably the highlight, the main highlight of the season. Is that the one uh, where everybody's ranked the stuff that went blind? Aye. Well, like, I like that in the last episode where they all they've they've been sitting there since the early hours of the morning to watch the flat being demolished, and then Peggy sits in front of them. Uh. The last minute, I'll never forget that as long as I live. I will be sure to pop in their clansmen and tell us all about it. Yeah, <laughs> eclipsing <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really think there's really much actually to really say about it. No, the only thing to say about it is we would highly, both of us would highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. If you you were a wee bit put off by the last season, trust us, it's worth watching the new ones. It really Mm -hmm. is. And uh, like you said, we really hope that it keeps keeps this momentum going. And even for those of you that didn't heed one warning, uh-huh. And got the spoilers. Ignore that. Just watch it. It's good. Yeah. But, uh, no. Like I said, uh, I hope, hopefully the show will still be very much the same, despite the fact that uh, Eric's no longer a part of it. Fuck, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure because I mean, in fairness, when Eric was there, uh-huh. he did have big parts, but we didn't constantly focus on him. Yeah, I, there were never episodes that you could say were. Uh, Centered around something that he was doing because there were ones we could see with other people. Yeah, like there was episodes centered around Shug. You know? Well, like what? Well, you know, like the one with Shug's dinghy. Oh, I kind of. Or the one where uh, one of the early seasons when Victor wants to hear what time his boy's uh, train's coming in. Yeah, uh, like even if he'd like, I think that second last episode of uh, that uh, Hootenanny episode, the New Year one, that was kind of centered around him Aye. and his paranoia about Mina. Aye. And like you even had Bobby episode like the pizza one where he's competing with Bo- with Stevie. Exactly. Like there was never an Eric centric episode. Never ever an Eric centric episode. Hmm. He's always just well, you know. Mm-hmm. He's kind of in the same sort of status as Peggy. Pretty much. I think he was slightly. I think he was slightly higher up than Peggy. I suppose, but he never got a full episode up, did he? You know, like when Peggy was fighting with Winston and the Butchers. Oh yeah. You know. So. <laughs> that first season what are you wanting Gerd and Shears at the high flats for anyway <laughs> never mind <laughs> doing your cup of tea for half time half time we're done ah, he's only got like six boxes <laughs> he's, like, he's like what have you, what have you put, got to go up here years on this planet and he pulls out some random thing and goes utter shite ah, and then he feels bad because Jack's sad because it was his wife's yeah. and then we go to drink that old can of lager yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's minging then he, he has to move in with Victor because the the, the truck with all his stuff in it catches on fire. Aye. Need to buy more biscuits in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> this is really just escalating to us just talking about random still game episode oh, moments. What happened when we were doing the tribute to John Mahoney? Yeah. Or or or. or Black Book's Fraser episode. Yep, we end up just 
chat away, but that can be what we can add that as another segment. What? Our our random sort of leaning towards just chatting about crap. Well, that's the sense. That's not really a, a topic. That's essentially the whole point of the show. If, you, if we try and structure that, it, it's not the same. Yes. Oh, do you have anything more to add on the, the idea of studying? Oh no, no. I think we, I think we have covered it well, both nostalgically and with the new stuff. Yeah. And uh, do you do you see the Star game going much longer after this season? Because I don't, I'm not sure. Well, depending on how popular this season looks on the news, uh, we might do one more. Right, because this season, the last season was the best, but it's still nice to get nice to get them to agree to do another season, uh, and hopefully this season continues on to be as good as it has been. Aye. I just say I don't think. I'm just wondering how long, they, much longer they can go at this quality without it getting. I just shipped. hope that they don't end the last. See, whenever they get to the end run. Yeah. I just hope we don't end it on a sad note. Yeah. You know? I, I get what you mean. You know, like maybe one of them passes away, one of them moves away kind of thing. Yeah. I hope it's nothing like that. I really do. Because you know how Still Game has in the past that they have a day in that, you know, uh-huh. a somber moment mm-hmm. and then they pick themselves up. Yeah, like they had, they had kind of that for, like they still had some moments in that in episode two, which was still by far the funniest episode. But it was still had some moments with like Pete dying, and they had the had the will at the end. Uh, he turned in things. If you want to nominate, turns that he nominated Bobby for an award for being so nice to him. Uh, but they also had the moment where Winston was a Paul Bear, and his leg went midway. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was crying at one point. We have tears of grief, Winston. No, they were on there. They were tears of pissing yesterday. <laughs> but uh, like I know they just because like I'm glad it didn't end on uh, like season six because it teased it being a summer because it looked like Jack might have died so and then uh, then he comes to and he's saying he was calling bit my wife a bitch. <laughs> oh, I thought that was you're off your tits on morphine. Jack. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, Back up, you spooky bitch. <laughs> yeah, I hope I like I said like now the other them dies, but maybe. Maybe this is the last season. Maybe that's why they didn't have Eric die in the last one because they didn't want to enter on that. See, somber. we're talking about it being somber, and you're starting to think somber. Yeah, I'm thinking. Don't don't jump the gun. Not jumping the gun. I'm just saying maybe that's why this episode was as early as it was because I didn't think if we're going to kill off a character in the show that isn't really known for killing people off. Do you think it could have maybe just been something as simple as the actor himself thought he was getting a bit too maybe old for it? Yeah, because I don't think it's one of the things that they feel like they need to, like, oh, we're, the ratings are, are increasing, we need to kill somebody after they make it, like, like some other shows would do. do you because think the episode before that was really good, so I don't think that's what they would, that's the reason they... On a, on a lighter one, right? We're, we're getting a bit of somber here, let's lighten up a touch. But, um, before you do, like, cause, like I mean, the Pete the Jakey thing, like, like, I don't know if they would, I know they didn't always use Pete, but I don't think they would have an episode where they would write in him dying if the actor himself hadn't died hadn't died in real life so I think I'd say maybe you're right maybe it was just a case of the actor just felt he was getting up there a bit aye but do you think now that it's in its second second episode of the new run uh-huh. do you think we'll get a Hogman A one I hope so because I think there was rumours after the seventh season that they were going to do a Hogman A one I was hope, waiting for it never did it though. no they never did it because you know they have to do it and it has to be funny because see only an excuse the football programme mm-hmm. it's pish now it is absolute pish I think they released last season like late in the last even late in the year because maybe they didn't feel like they had time to do Hogman A but they're releasing this in, Mar- in, in March time so maybe they'll have time to do or maybe they're waiting on there to see how the reception is to this season before doing one. People just writing to them, finally, it's fucking funny now. Yeah, because maybe, like you said, maybe they f- they felt like some people were disappointed with the last season, so maybe they didn't want to see a Christmas or Hogmanay one mm. until they were able to get it to be better, and it's getting better. Because it was like, it didn't so much take a couple of episodes to get back in the flow. Yeah, it just took, took a fucking long. season. <laughs> Obviously, I had a plan for the next... Uh, couple of weeks like next week and the week following I was hoping to do uh, some classic paper reviews 
of uh, some couple of old WrestleManias because the week because uh, not in a couple of weeks uh, is WrestleMania. Yeah. So uh, I was gonna say if we do a WrestleMania review next week and the week following, and then uh, well, the following week will have been after WrestleMania will have passed. Yeah. So then we can hopefully get together and record something, record a review on that if you manage to get to see it. Because I, you, I might, you might have to see the Rumble, you might have to see Survivor Series. So. I will do my best. Yeah. But I would like to propose a, a topic I'd like to cover. Uh-huh. You, like, I'd like to cover the topic of n- defunct pay-per-views now. Okay. Former pay-per-views, because I was always, and you know I have a good feeling, I was is this, always a, is this a topic for an episode or for yeah for an episode yeah, but um, I was always a great fan of in your house, oh. you know, and things like that. And you're all a little, you know, we've got time during the year, so they have pay per view here and there, like, in your house, one night only, capital carnage, mm-hmm. things like that, you know. Yeah, I'd like to do a a, a show because I'd love to know your real opinion on those and whether you think. It'd be a good idea to bring them back, uh-huh. things like that, you know, because you know, in your house, basically, evolved into several different pay per views. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, like uh, Bad Blood was a was originally a. Uh, yeah. The first Bad Blood in your house was the first Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that in itself turned into a pay per view, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And uh, Bad Blood, that Hell in a Cell match was the last match to get five stars until twenty eleven. The first one. It was the last match to get five stars. Right. I told you there was only six. Ma- I told you about all the matches that had five stars over the years. Cause, yeah. Cause Gargano Almas, a few months ago, got one. Cause like '97, the match between Taker and Michaels got five stars, and then it wouldn't get another five star rating until 2011. Christ. Uh, for the uh, Money in the Bank match between Cena and Punk. Yeah. Who won that? It was a Punk member. He was leaving. Ah, good. He had the contract expiring story and he blew the kiss to Vince as he left. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good year. Cena lost a lot. Yeah. And that was when I was very, very much against him. I just don't care about him now. He's just old. <laughs> old, he's wrestling less. means I have to see him less. So I don't have so much hatred towards him now. It's good. I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask if you wanted to either, like, with a turn to the wrestling pay per view, do you want to do what we did? Either, we, either, we could either do what we did uh, with the Rumble reviews, yeah, and uh, come in next week and record two back to back, or we can record one and then the following week uh, college won't be on because it'll be the start of the Easter, so I can come to yours and record the second one. Easter, yay! And then the following week will still be so I can come up and then we can record the review of this year's mania. Are you are you going to get me an Easter egg, Scott? No, I am not. Why not? Because you're not a child. So I, I got, I got you that pot figures and that enough. I want a goddamn egg. Well, buy your own goddamn egg. I'll get us some. a get us a cream egg. You can call it payment for being in your films. <laughs> Haven't I given you enough? No. I, I let can you never be, have I let enough. You, I let you be there. <laughs> I let you act in it. That's enough. <laughs> so, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to just do one one week and one the next, or do you want to do two in the one week like we did, or do you think it's best to do one one week and one the next? I believe I will leave that up to you because I think. Well, I personally think doing one a week is good because we can get it. I think it will be more structured, Lynn. Yeah, that means for the second classic review and for the review of this year's main I will have to come to yours and do it on the phone because on the week's college will be closed because of Easter. That's cool. And uh, it's good that we do the what the last one in the week, the second one, a couple of days before Mania because that means we can at the end maybe give some predictions because if we do a pre-recorded a week in advance, you never know what could get added to the card or get changed. I have a prediction. What? By the end of the year, Bray Wyatt will either be a jobber or will have seen sense and went to another company. Fair enough. That's my prediction. So yeah, we need to discuss what two WrestleManias we're going to review. I will say WrestleMania 18. Well, that's a good. That's a good joint. 
Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say WrestleMania 17, but... Uh, that works too. I'm currently watching that. Right. Do you want to do both of them or do you want to do one, do one of the M&L? Both. We'll do both. Right? What one do you want to do? We'll do next week. We'll do WrestleMania 17. I know I know how we can decide how to do it. What? Well, rock, scissors, paper for it. Come on. Okay, well, what, what one do you want to do? Right, I'm doing 17. I'm 17. You're 18, aren't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, go. Rock. Uh, wait. This is really great radio. We this is great radio. We are, we are currently playing a game of rock, paper, scissors. Do to I do decide it, who do I just wins. do it once or two or three? You go. No, no, da, no. Yeah, no. Do you want to do it once? Best or, of three. Or best, best of three. Of three. Right. Go. Rock, paper, scissors. Fucked. Fuck. We were both scissors that time. Rock, paper, scissors. Fuck you. Paper covers rock. Right. That's, that's, that's one. Rock, paper, scissors. Haha, paper covers rock. Deciding vote. Rock. <laughs> One, two, uh, yes, <laughs> I win. I don't know why I'm so annoyed. Yes, because I want to. Re- I, I Who's the weasel now, Scott? I hope you this is not the same at best thing you're in, in knowledge and of, of a thing you've been watching longer than me. Yeah, but I, I am still the brain. I'm yeah, gonna bring guess that back. What? Guess what? I won. What? Oh yeah. Oh boo! I get to talk about WrestleMania 18 with features the rocking, <laughs> rocking Hogan. Ooh. <laughs> You why take, would I? Why would I be annoyed about that? You take. You seem annoyed. You're taking it a little too seriously. I was gonna say you're laughing. You're laughing at the fact that I beat you. Like, oh, why might? Why would I be annoyed about getting to talk about a paper that features Rock Hogan? That is a great match. Yeah. Main reason I was gonna say 17 and before 18 is because chronolo- chronology. But okay. Yeah. Fine. We'll talk about WrestleMania 18 next week, and then the following week we'll talk about WrestleMania 17. Yeah. And there's a big question I have about those about both of those shows, but which we'll answer next week. Awesome. But right. Are we? Are we gonna? Yeah, we're gonna be heading and tie up and. Yeah, well, we were gonna tie up a minute ago, but you distracted me with your bloody rock paper scissors. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. There you go. Then. But, uh, remember to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash rambling podcast on Twitter at sp rambling. Remember to constantly check uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Music Play, Spotify, Pod. Podcast, podcast case, I think it's called. He's struggling again. And uh, or just go to Anchor or Podomatic, download the punk, uh, download the Anchor app on your phone to listen to the show. So it's your choice for song of outro song of this week, Scott. What are you picking? I really can't think of anything really at the moment. Would you like me to pick one? Oh, actually, something that we never got oh. to. Did you ever actually listen to that music? I, I suggest. Ah. I didn't. I didn't think you would. I've, I've really given up on that. Uh, do you have a suggestion? I was going to say something still game related, but I'd use, I used that up. I used that up a couple of weeks ago. You did? Ah. Uh, I suggest. Um, ooh. I have one. Ooh, do you? Yeah. Wrath Child by Iron Maiden. Okay. It's a great song. Fair enough. Well, on that note, uh, join us. The next, the next three weeks are going to be very WrestleMania heavy. Yeah. WrestleMania eighteen, WrestleMania seventeen next week, and uh, the WrestleMania seventeen review will end with our predictions for WrestleMania thirty four, followed by uh, hopefully a review of WrestleMania thirty four the following week. Awesome. And uh, on that, we'll let you, we'll uh, leave you with the soothing sounds of Wrath Child by Iron, Iron Maiden. Rock on. See yeah. you next week. <laughs>